Johnny Davis. You're listening to the Orient Outlook podcast. Hi, I'm Charlie Granger, and you're listening to the Orient Outlook podcast. Hi, I'm Bradley Pritchard, and you're listening to the Orient Outlook podcast. Hi, c'est Romain Vincelot, et vous écoutez Orient Outlook podcast. Hi, I'm Scott McLeish, and you are listening to the Orient Outlook podcast. Oi, oi, and welcome to a very, very special, festive, fun Christmas Hanukkah religious <laughs> festival edition of the Orient Outlook podcast with myself, Steve Nussbaum, and my good friend, Southstand chum, fellow Christmas E, Mr. Paul Levy. Hello, everybody. Thanks, mate. Good, good intro, as always. Thanks very much for those of you who have listen to the previous 21 episodes we are grateful for your support um been very very busy on on twitter as always but uh you know so we'd like to start by thanking everybody who's engaged with us um everybody who's dropped us a, an email um we are fast approaching 1100 twitters on follower uh, sorry tw- uh, Twitter. Followers on Twitter. Um, obviously, there are more of you out there. We'd love to hear from more of you, so please pass the message around to your friends. And obviously, for us uh, to be able to use your uh, tweet in in uh, in the episodes, we need you to have uh, at or in Outlook, which is our Twitter handle, uh, our Twitter address uh, in in the tweet as well. Otherwise, we're not that comfortable using someone else's thoughts. Absolutely. Or you can email us if you want to give us an email at or in Outlook at Outlook. Dot com. So last week we put out episode 21 and thanks for all your feedback on that, it was much appreciated. So some reviews that we got, firstly at Hopeboy291, uh, enjoyed the interview with Scott, what a great pro, but also interview with the fans before the game, uh, especially Sydney and Powell, they were spot on. Absolutely, at Orient Dave, tis the season to be injured, tra la 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 la, uh, bang on. I like that one, uh, at yeah. Euro Orient, nice episode guys, I like the interviews. Uh, the challenge is to find out who the hell is the new goalkeeping coach. Yeah, absolutely. At Magnus Pugna, another great past. Um, Love the views from the fans. Just a thought, injury list. Do you think that there is a problem with the ref- uh, with the physio? Could be. Good point, actually. Yep. Um, at Spenno, 011. Enjoyed this episode, especially getting views from fellow fans who covered the topics we are all asking ourselves. Come on, you woes. Yeah, um, at Lyndon Orient, great show again, valid points, good work, loved the Scott interview last week, top work, thanks mate, nice one. At Dazzo's Zero, another great podcast, loved the fan interviews, great to hear the views of other O's fans, hope this becomes a regular feature. Yeah, I think we will make it a regular yeah, feature, I hope so. to be honest. Ex-Orient player, Gabby Zakuani at Gabs50 Zakuani uh, good show guys, but disagree with the time-wasting part, lol. <laughs> um, yeah, Gabs, we can't, we have to agree to disagree on that. Yeah, mate. but thanks for getting in contact. Contact Gabs. Um, always nice to you know an excellent player listening and someone yeah. who obviously had a keen interest in the game following last week's uh, podcast. Yeah, uh, O's fans basing good stuff, guys. And the fan who said it will take time and buying big names for players won't work was absolutely right. Yeah, yep. at Mike Brown Music, another good listen. Uh, another good listen again, gents. Top work. Don't know what's wrong with my reading today. Um, at the Authentic Gaz, caught up with episode twenty one while working this morning. It was a sterling effort to get all the events covered in 50 odd minutes so thanks for all your feedback as, as we say we're very keen to get all your feedback about how we can make the podcast better and what we can be doing to enhance your listening experience so also midweek we put out the scott mcgleish interview part two so if you listen to that thanks for that and some feedback we had for that at Stephen j clark 
Superb interview, boys. Love the Vegas story. Yeah, it's a great story. If you haven't listened to it, it's well worth a listen. Yep. At Orient Stats, enjoyed the interview. Looking forward to any further interviews, which we are trying to sort out as we speak. Yeah, and lastly, we had our first uh, Italian uh, review coming via Twitter. Um, do you want to give it a go and say it in an Italian style? Because they're doing you into Florence last month. Four, so you, four so weeks So your accent might be on. Um, okay, so unexpected item O. Grande podcast... Probabilmente avrete bisogno di iniziare a fare la spettacolo in italiano presto. Bieni to us. Mate, that was amazing. That's one of my favourite parts in our whole entire history of the Outlook podcast. Well, with a bit of an Italian tang to it, yeah. So, so rubbish translate, yeah. That what means does that mean? Big podcast. You will probably need to start doing the show in Italian soon. Come now, O's. Yeah. Um, so thanks for all your feedback. So we covered the week this week. Uh, Monday, it was Elliot Amazuzzi's 26th birthday. So happy birthday, Elliot. Yeah, well done. thought he was slightly older than that. No. But no, he's 26. No, Looks not. a bit older. Then on Tuesday, we had the development game against Portsmouth. They put out a very, very experienced side, including XO Nicky Shorey. Um, unfortunately, well, one all, we, we went in one all at half-time. Adebayajo scored. I must say, I do like Adib. From what I've seen, I've had a Bayajo. He yeah, looks like a great looks prospect. Str- quite strong, doesn't he, as yeah. well? Yeah, and thanks for uh, tweeting us back well. last week. It was a pleasure to have you interacting with the show. Yep. Yeah. Uh, unfortunately, though, we ran out 4-1 losers on that game, but that's not a, not a problem. No. It's, it's a behind-closed-doors type thing, so it doesn't really matter. Yeah, on Wednesday, it was Sam Ling's birthday. So happy birthday, Sam. Yeah. I uh, hope you had a good one. And it was also announced that the Preston and Way game has been moved to January 16th, 7.45 kickoff, and will be live on Sky Sports. So that's moved from the Saturday at 3pm to Friday night at 7.45 and obviously um, lots of unhappy people about that because they've already booked their train tickets well in advance. They had to book them like October time because you get three months, they come out three months in advance so you get it for pennies rather than yeah. £50, £60. A Absolutely, quite late notice as well. People yeah, already made plans, you know, it's it's great that the match is on Sky but... You know, Sky and the club have got to think about the, the poor fans who are shelling out, you know. They don't. That is that is the problem, unfortunately. Absolutely. So hopefully we'll sort of take a good following down there, which I'm sure we will. Yeah. Um, Thursday, um, Liverani said, head of the Barnsley match. Uh, this is a quote from him. Um, Looking back at the Peterborough game, I was unhappy with the performance. We started well and came close to scoring early on and had a few good chances. I thought their first goal came against the run of play and I saw a great attitude in the players and reasons to be positive. Also went to follow on by saying, I've watched Barnsley and they are a good side at home. I expect them to attack from the beginning and be physical, but our players know the division well and what to expect. It's really important to come back with some points. The next three games are massive for us, yeah. which was the main headline, wasn't it? That I agree be, with him, though. That people were saying. Um, so he, he seems like he can talk the talk, right? And that he knows what he's yeah, doing. Yeah, it seems a, a reasonable guy. The players know the division. Even though what, what, so what he's saying there is, although I don't know the division, players. although I don't know the, the mentality so much or, or what they're doing, the players do because they've been playing in it. Yeah. So therefore, they should carry that onto the pitch. Oh, I understand that. And Absolutely. then he's saying, I'm seeing more of the players returning from injury, which is promising. However, he's not sure if many will be ready for Saturday and he'll assess it over the next couple of days. Fine, no, there's nothing nothing to get too excited about there. Yeah, so um, on Thursday, we were also at the training ground. We were. Uh, which was a great experience. And obviously, we got quite a few interviews which will follow um, after we do our Barnsley review. But I must say, from the training ground, you know, it was really good to get to go there. The spirit seemed great, you know, within the training room. Henderson was there being treated. So Saw him. We've seen a few rumours and things <clears> on forums that Henderson isn't even training at the club. That's not true. We've seen him. He was there. He was smiling. He was happy. 
Uh, we also saw Cox being treated, and we think we saw Cox actually take the knock that ruled him yeah. out of the game. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> and we saw him on the treatment table on Thursday afternoon, but didn't really kind of want to no, mention it's not for us, to, not for us to say. But yeah, great vibe. Mm. Training ground, very friendly, slightly surreal. Yeah, it was, wasn't it? Um, but it was great fun. And yeah, the interviews will follow, follow up shortly. So on Friday, um, it was Bradley Pritchard's birthday. Forgot to wish him a happy birthday in the interview. But um, Sean Bat was interviewed for the Ilford Recorder and he said it's very important that we stick with him, the new manager he's referring to. He comes in and he's signed a long-term contract. I think it's going to be around a while. We do need that stability and he needs the time to get his method across and for us to adapt to the changes. He's implemented some new changes but nothing drastic. I'm sure it'll be gradual rather than all in one go. At the end of the day, we need to get results on the pitch, and that needs to come sooner rather than later. So the players, are, oh God, sorry, no, 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 it's all sensible. Yeah. So the players and the manager both speaking, you know, yeah, a good talk, good a good hype before the match, and seemed well prepped and well, well ready for what was Barnsley away. Yeah. Um, so moving on to Barnsley away, which was yesterday. Just a quick fact about Barnsley: they hadn't kept the clean sheet in all of their ten home league matches this season. Um, it also marked Danny Wilson's. 1,000th match as a manager. So, fair play, Danny. He's got to be doing something right for 1,000 matches as a manager. Well, he took Barnsley up into the Premier League, didn't he? Yeah, he's been, he's been around a bit. He's taken a few teams down. Yeah. Do you want to go through the team from yesterday? So, Legden started in goal with um, Sawyer at left-back, uh, Lowry at left-centre-back, Cuthbert right-centre-back, Omazuzi at right-back with McEnough, Insulo, Wright and Pritch. Across the middle with, Bla- with Bat and Plasmati, Possibly up front or as a four-five-one, Plasmati uh, up front on his own potentially with Woods, Baldry, Desena, Lee, Cox, Mooney, and Adebayo uh, on the bench. Yeah, and Clark picked up an injury in training, as so did Cox. Why Cox only made the bench? So thanks to the following who tweeted on about the selection at Robert Locke, thirty-nine, who was disappointed that Cox wasn't started. At Jay Barry, who said the team wouldn't score. Um, well done, Jay. Uh, and at Dear Stu, who again, who brought up the Cox issue. So Paul, you listened yeah. to it on Orient Player? Yeah, I, I, it was one of those where you sort of listen to it, but you're doing other things as well. It wasn't wasn't the most exciting of games, and that's not that's not that's not down to uh, to Dave Victor or Matt Hiscox. We were. It sounded like they were opening us up too easily. Players were misplacing passes a lot. Don't know if this is down to a lack of concentration. Uh, then after about sort of 15, 16 minutes, the Mooney comes on for the injured Plasmati, which makes me wonder. I don't remember seeing Plasmati at the training ground on Thursday. Makes me wonder what's going on there. No, I don't remember seeing Plasmati either. And it's a very interesting point that you've brought that up because Plasmati clearly isn't fit. Like, yeah. clearly isn't fit, but he's still getting the nod ahead of other strikers in terms of Mooney yeah. or whatever. So Mooney's so- then gone and played... 75 minutes of a game absolutely so if he could do 75 why couldn't he start to be fair I've, I've, I've not been you know I've been slightly impressed by Plasmati I've only seen him in a handful of games yeah. um, I thought he was doing alright but it does seem you know that Plasmati is literally just walking into the side at ease and even when he's not fit you know so it can't be doing Plasmati any good to be starting matches when he's unfit Correct. and it's not doing his reputation to the fans any good if he keeps coming off it's just doing no one any favour. It's no good to the game because you've made a sub, an, an enforced substitution after 15 minutes. Yeah. So what a waste of a substitution. And it, just start on the bench and give him 15 minutes at the end. It would be very interesting to see what happens when all our strikers are fit. If. To see, well, if is it, yeah, but to see who, who gets the nod, especially yeah. if Liverani does go with a 4 5 1. It'd be very interesting. Mm. Um, so then um, initially I put down that it was an error from Elliot Omazuzi as a poor back pass um, for them 
You've skipped their first goal. So the first goal was um, oh, yeah. disappointing to concede. Sloppy defending. For me, Josh Wright should have trapped the midfielder. Josh yeah. Wright bumps into the referee and stops running. And Cuthbert kind of is looking at Wright as opposed to actually looking at what's going on. And then suddenly their midfielder's through with a one-on-one. Rounds legends and scores. But for me... Josh Wright should be doing better there and should be tracking his man. Yeah, um, you're right. So for me, disappointing to concede. I've got a few issues with Josh that we'll come on to a bit later. <laughs> um, so yeah, so having jumped the first goal onto the second goal, it wasn't really Elliot's fault as we as I was led to believe yeah. by the commentary. A bit of both, I feel. I thought it, 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 it was a poor it? pass, but he'd also switched off, which is just typical of the way you're in the defending oh, this moment. season. Yeah. Absolutely. And by that time, you're 2-0 down away at Barnsley. And you're just thinking, you know, even I was thinking... We ain't going to pull this back. No. You know. And you know what as well? It's not like they were playing absolutely out of their skin. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, it's, not like, it's not like we were absolutely being shown how to play football. Yeah. It was another turgid, you know, Gillingham or Peterborough. It was a nothing side that came with a big name that have done nothing to really set the league on fire and we've gifted them two goals. Yeah, a lot of Barnsley fans have took to Twitter after the match saying we were one of the poorest teams I've seen there this season, which doesn't sit well. Um, yeah. So, yeah, very disappointing. So... Winning at 2-0. Sounded like a lot of fans were shouting to get the players and booing as they went off. Yeah, um, did. For the second half. You know, those fans, the 459 fans who travelled up there, they pay a lot of money to go. And, you know, as we've said before on this show, Orient will lose matches. That's not that's not debatable. You'll always lose. But it's the manner in which you lose and it's the effort that you put in. And we just, I think a lot of fans feel like they need to see more effort and more desire. Absolutely. The team, which yeah, is yeah. completely fair enough. So, um, yeah, so in into the second half then, um, Baldry uh, Elliot, came on. Elliot yeah. comes off for uh, for Matt Baldry. Cuthbert shifts to right back. <clears throat> so now we've got a, a, a back four formation of Sawyer. Let, let me say that I do like the fact that Liverani seems to be able to make subs early or... Does try and change up at half time as opposed to waiting, yeah. which was always an issue with Slade waiting to like yeah. the seventy fifth minute. If Liverani knows something isn't working, he'll change it. He'll change it. So I think you know you got to respect that in terms yeah. of the way he's reading matches and reading reading games. Yeah, no, I, I totally like agree. That. I like that. So Cuthbert went to right back. He then had uh, Baldry and Lowry in the centre, still with Sawyer at left back. Uh, Fifty four minutes. Um, Dean Cox comes on for for Josh Wright, um, and it later emerges that he had a family issue. And I'm using that in inverted commas to set up your... Well, family issue. So there's a few rumours that he went to see Strictly Come Up because his brother Mark Wright was in the final. Yeah. And for me, if he asked to be taken off in 55 minutes so he could then make the train and leave early, that's absolutely ridiculous. You know, if that is the case, he should be ashamed of himself. If not, you know, and it transpires that there was a family issue, and absolutely fair enough if something's happened, then yeah, absolutely fair enough. Yeah, but if there was a family issue emergency... He would have been taken off at half time and would have been whipped off then. He wouldn't have played 10 minutes and then left the pitch. No. So, you know, if I'm wrong, I'll apologise to him, but I don't think I am. I've also got a hunch. Well, the cynic in me suspects it will be out on the lash tonight with his brother and Mark Wright at faces. At faces he's ahead, of a bit, ahead of a busy Christmas schedule. Yeah. And, you know, I just go ask myself, what is he doing? You know, we need players who are 100% committed. And I'm not saying don't go out and have a good time, but on the flip side, I'm saying. You should really be able to play 90 minutes, regardless of if your brother's on TV or not. Yeah. And ahead of a busy schedule, you know, the Christmas schedule was hectic. I don't want to see pictures of him out on the lash or tweets from him in faces. Regardless or, or of pictures, drinking. Or pictures or from, from Mark's tw- Twitter yeah, account. Absolutely. Yeah. Ran over. Josh, if I'm wrong, I'll apologise, mate. But yeah, but you know, it's all just suppositions and what ifs. Yeah. 
Um, so then I started to hear the Orient fans singing around the 65th minute, so all wasn't lost there. Um, our first effort from Dean Cox was a shot that um, forced their keeper into a save on 65. And then on the 75th minute, uh, Barnsley go down to 10 men because Ross Turnbull thought it would be great to come charging out the 18-yard box. Um, and he's claiming it hit his chest when quite clearly his hands were up. Yeah. Uh, and he got a red card uh, for handing outside the area. Blatant red card. Everyone yeah, yeah. Knew. Even Turnbull knew when he's looking at the referee. That's why he's pointing to his out. chest trying absolutely. to get away from it. There's no mugging the referee off there. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and Cox... Uh, oh, sorry, the, the, the shot initially from Cox went wide before and then... After, uh, then Cox tested the substitute keeper, uh, which was you know, really our best effort all game. Barnsley sound like another impressive side who we should have probably at least have got a draw from. We gifted them two goals, really. Otherwise, they really didn't, didn't do anything. But we did nothing too, and that's, that's really the main issue here. So the game finished 2-0 uh, to Barnsley. Um, the attendance was read out as 8,742, of which 459 were hardcore Orient fans. So credit and kudos to... To all of you, I know a few of you that went up there, well done, yeah, hats absolutely. off to you, uh, we couldn't make it for various reasons, quite glad we couldn't make it, yeah, but absolutely. we still share your mood, your bad mood and your irritability. So a fan who did go up there uh, was Barry Twin, uh, who got in contact with us, so Barry um, sent us an email as follows, um, I met Milanese and Angelari at Wakefield Westgate Station, I asked him what he thought of today and he replied that the team was too old and lacked motivation. I asked him why Plasmati could start when not 100% fit, yet Cox couldn't, and he replied that is the manager's decision. I then asked about transfers in January, to which he replied, there will be players coming in. I said, is there any truth in seven players handing transfer requests in? And he didn't say yes or no, but said players will need to leave in, or leave in order for new players to come in. I said, I take that as a yes then, and he smiled. He was very happy to speak with me and openly showed his disappointment with the results. Squad and more importantly, results as a whole this season. Yeah. So, Barry, thanks for sending that email. Uh, for me, Mal- the fact that Mauro can kind of have this interaction with the fans works in a good way and in a bad way. Depends so, on what he's saying. Yeah, I mean, he's definitely being too honest with fans, and maybe that's because of his inexperience. It's great that he's approachable, um, but saying some of the stuff he says, you just think, you know, come on, mate, you shouldn't really be making this public knowledge. No. No, um, there's certain things that go on in the dressing room and, and behind the club, in the, in the halls of the club, that should stay there. It's great if you, you know, yeah, like you know, if you meet him and he goes, you know, disappointed about the result, you know, let's move on to next week, and that's it, you know, please stick with us. But then to start saying stuff about squad and transfers maybe shows a little bit of there's lack of lack of experience and yeah. massive naivety on his part. Yep. Um, so then this brings us on to the post-match interviews. So yeah. Cox um, sounded yeah. far from happy when speaking to Dave Victor. Uh, do you want to do Cox's quote? Yeah, he said, we're a bit low on confidence and having four managers in a season is not great, but it's the cards we've been dealt and we're trying our best on the training pitch is what he actually went to say, but I didn't have enough room on, on Twitter to say that. He goes on to say he's committed to the cause because Dave Victor asked him if he's staying. He said, yeah, I'm here. I'm committed to the cause uh, and I'm staying. And The mood is down and the manager struggles to get his message across. Some of the boys don't understand what he's trying to say. Absolutely, Liverani. Um, so we need to get through the next two games, and then we have a break to recover the injuries and look at the transfer window. Um, today is disappointing, particularly the goals we conceded. I thank the supporters for travelling so close to Christmas. Yeah. So it sounds like there are plans ahead. So it sounds like Liverani probably has got a list of players who he knows about. But yeah, then you just think they've all got to be Italian players. He he hasn't been in England long enough to go right. This players 
doing well in League Two. You know what we but should I, be that's looking not at. A problem. That doesn't bother me as long as they're good enough to get our team out of the relegation. They could be Martians for all I care. Mm. I to agree. be honest, I'm just going to be a bit. I agree with you, but I, I don't know. You I, want players that are familiar with the league. Like we were watching the football league show, and you got Will Grigg, who's gone from Brentford to yeah. Uh, to Thingy on loan and is scoring goals. MK Dons is a perfect example because they picked up Cole Baker on a free who's got good league experience and is a good player. Um, they picked up Will Grigg on loan from Brentford who we could have got in, as part of the Odebejo deal. I don't know why we didn't look at that. That's Again, maybe naive on Slade's part at the time of bargaining. You know, because Gr- you know, Grigg's doing well there yeah. and also they've got a, a big, good Burley centre-forward on loan from Arsenal. And we don't seem to have a good relationship with Arsenal at all. I can't remember many loans from Arsenal in the last couple of years. We seem to be right with Tottenham. Um, that was a one-off I, when I, Harry was there. Well, Harry, and over the years, we've seen we've had a few, Andros, a few of their players. Patrasso. Yeah, but Patrasso's QPR. Um, yeah, but it was the Harry connection. We see Russell, right, right, right. Russell obviously yeah, had a good connection with Harry Redknapp, but so wherever Harry we went. We just don't seem to be, be having decent relationships. And also, Peterborough, a perfect example, what you can do if you scout the lower leagues correctly in terms of what they're trying to do at the moment, yeah. you know, as opposed to giving experienced players massive wages. But we'll see. So yesterday's defeat, unfortunately, leaves us 23rd in the league, uh, just off bottom goal difference, but however, three points from safety. Yeah, um, so a couple of wins and we'll be well out of the way. Yeah, played 21, 1-4, drawn 7, lost 10, a goal difference of minus 8, and 19 points. Not good enough. Not good. Uh, so, uh, I, I, I think... I mean, I, I, re- I responded to a thread on, on, on Facebook yesterday because someone was, was getting a little bit above themselves, I thought. Yesterday wasn't a tough game. Gillingham wasn't tough, nor was Peterborough at home, but we've lost them all. And, and today we made two very mi- silly mistakes that cost us the game. We barely had a shot on target. Uh, I think we generally made Barnsley look good. Um, the theme of this season is that there are players who look utterly disinterested and like they don't want to be at our club. Players can move on, but it's us fans who are here for the long term, through thick and thin, suffering more than not. People can take losing if we see the squad trying their hardest, busting their ass to help the team out and being unified. What we can't take is losing like we are now, and that is the key difference in our season. And once people can understand that, I think people will understand the people that are just becoming very, very angry at the whole situation. Yeah, good point, mate, good point. I mean, my views on it... You know, I think it's time we've got to stop kidding ourselves. We are now in a relegation dogfight. If, yeah. if you're in there at Christmas time, you're in there for the long run, I feel. Yeah. Um, everything feels wrong at the club to, to us fans. You know, the manager doesn't seem... Well, we've only had two games, but, you know, a lot of people are disappointed in the appointment. The players don't seem bothered. The fact that Marrow's come out and said they're not motivated, what it's like, you know, guys, they, they pay your wages. You should be motivated. Um, and once we went one down yesterday, 1-0 down... I think we all kind of didn't expect us to turn it around. It was last season we would have nicked the point or yeah. even maybe got 2-1. Yeah. And it just feels like the squad and team spirit from last year seems like an age ago. It just seems like an eternity ago. Yeah. Um, and I think a, a massive part of the problem is the board just not communicating with the fans. You know, As we mentioned last week, I think it's Billy Herring made a great point. If they came out and said what their plan was and what they wanted to do, then everyone would, would get behind it. But yeah. we haven't got a clue what's going on. No, that's so, part of the problem. Very, so, very disappointing. No positives this week, unfortunately. Negatives. McEnough still seems to be absent in games. I think he took quite a, a, a torrent of abuse as well. Yeah, there were all rumours that McEnough was laughing at the full-time whistle. It was apparently it was just he took a bit of stick and just laughed it off. Yeah, which I is think, probably the right thing to do. Right yeah, thing it's to probably do. embarrassing, really. Yeah. 
dropping in league places. Obviously, we've gone from 22nd to 23rd, and obviously, overall, the situation we're in. Yeah, every match that passes now, it's going to get harder to get out of the situation, so we really do need to start picking up wins uh, sooner rather than later. Mm-hmm. And yeah, as Paul mentioned, the situation we're in in terms of, as we've discussed, no one's got a clue what's going on. Players unmotivated, board not communicating. A bit of a circus, really. Yeah. Which is what it's been described as. So we're giving Hero of the Week to the fans that went up to Barnsley because I think you ultimately deserve it for going up there and sitting through that and paying to sit through that. Absolutely. That in terms of, of paying up for the travel, yep. <clears throat> um, next match is Crawley at home on Boxing Day. Um, it's a real six point out of this, this Massively. game to Crawley. They lost at home to Port Bear yesterday. Fact about Crawley, we have never beaten Crawley. We've only played him a couple of times in We've the last drawn, I don't think we've ever drawn, mate. I think we've only ever lost. Um, but they sit in 20th, played 21, won 5, drawn 7, lost 9, goal difference minus 12, 22 points. So if they beat us, then they pull away 6 points from us. So we really need to get the 3 points on Boxing Day. And then as we were both putting our pyjamas on, separately, might I add, not together, <laughs> <laughs> uh, the day went from very bad to... Even worse. Even worse. And it came out through Guardian Orient. Uh, they had interviewed Coxie after his interview with BBC London, um, and a quote from Coxie, according to Garden Orion, um, from Dean, is as follows. Obviously, it's a bit difficult at the moment with what's going on. I've been here five years now, and maybe my time is up. Um, Cox has also went on to say, uh, obviously there's a window coming up. Um, does the manager want everyone staying? Is he bringing in different players? I don't know. He's obviously got his own ideas, and we'll see what avenue he goes down, but we hope to start picking up results. So the fact that Coxie's come out and said that, um, he's probably being quite general there rather is my time up in other words the manager will bring in his own players you know he might be out the door they might have to make way on the wage bill for him for, for the new guys come. so he might be going I don't think Cox was outright saying I, I, seek in code I'm gone uh, it's it's well in the manager's hands it's out of my hands and we'll see what happens absolutely and I think the thing to remember about Cox is he signed a three year deal in the summer so yeah. if the club want Cox to stay you know they don't have to do anything they don't have to do anything so We'll see, and you're right, he didn't get interviewed and say I've slapped in a transfer request, I don't like yeah. the way the club's going, but, you know, uh, we'll see. My view on Cox leaving, personally, if I think if he does leave, that could be the straw that breaks the camel's back. Um, as we've said, you know, it's it was it's ultimately down to the club, and I think the club would at least be asking for half a million for Coxie, if not more, based on his assists record and his goal record. He's a loved player with the fans he's got a great relationship with the fans and I don't feel I feel like not many fans would want him to leave I think there's a few who wouldn't mind him going but they'd be in the minority but that's probably out of his lacklustre performances this season compared to last oh absolutely um, but also you know has Cox been clever there and drawing attention onto himself you know people will read that quote other chairmen in the division, other managers in the division. So Cox's way of maybe starting to kind of get his name out there. Maybe. You know, you never know these days. Um, you know, f- for me, I feel that fans are slowly starting to feel that they're losing their relationship with the club um, and the club doesn't feel like theirs only anymore. And I feel like Cox is a massive part of that. I think I feel like in certain aspects, Cox <clears> is the bridge between the, the club and the fans with what Cox does, you know, in the community and on Twitter. Um and for me, the owners should be doing all they can to develop the relationship with the club uh, and the fans, but it seems like they aren't interested in doing so at all. Um, people love Orient because of the unity, family and community aspect of the club, and it feels like that is slowly being destroyed. 
unfortunately. Yeah, absolutely. Um, the fans forum is rescheduled for January the 8th, Thursday, January the 8th. Uh, let us know, let Loft know, let the Pandemonium know, or the Orienteer know, any problems, queries, issues that you've got that you want them to take up that are not player orientated, um, and then we can put that forward for you. Yep, absolutely. Um, so we went to the training ground on, on Thursday, and uh, as we've mentioned, and we had a quick chat with three of the players uh, in between their double session just after they had their lunch. Um, and we're going to look to play that out now as the remaining part of the, this, this episode. Absolutely. So our Christmas gift to you <laughs> is uh, these interviews. So what happened was we had an interview scheduled with Remain that we knew was going to take place. So we, re- we met Remain and then the interview with Remain finished and we kind of started playing Orient Roulette. So other players came in and poked their heads around the door. So if you hear me get excited at one point and shout out someone's name, it's because I did see them. I haven't got Tourette's. Or whatever. <laughs> yeah, play, um, or in player to Or in player to it. So yeah, well, so we'll play the um, first two recordings that we got. So the first two are Remain <clears throat> and Captain. Captain Nathan Clark. Yeah, yeah. here you so, go. Here we go. Oi, oi, we are in the Orient training ground uh, with a very special guest this afternoon, Mr. Romain Vincelow. Romain, hello, welcome to the Orient Outlook podcast. Hello. hello. It's a pleasure to have you... Uh, with us, very grateful. Yeah. So we're going to ask Romain uh, a few questions. First thing first, how's training been this week? Um, different, uh, good. I think um, the the new manager has a uh, a big big desire to do well and uh, help us. And uh, I think all the lads, uh, we carry on on the, the good spirit we have uh, since the beginning, even uh, even if the results are not uh, coming for us. So we no, it's good because there there is a bit of a change and I think we, we all stick together behind him and uh, hopefully we, we're going to do well absolutely so no problems with the team spirit so you can confirm the no, team spirit no no thankfully yeah thankfully it's it's the main thing when uh, things don't go your your way the it's the base is that to keep that and we have it so I think you, you could see the last game uh, we lost 2-1 but well we tried. I mean, there was oh, nobody who, who like yeah. just like laid down, yeah. or, like oh, you know, hundred uh, percent. No, everybody like it makes it even more difficult because we come back. Like, wow, looks like we were better. We played well, and consider consider one more than them. And uh, but we come back uh, on Monday and go again and uh, ready because we know that we we are much we are worth much more than that absolutely we were unlucky weren't we on Saturday like yeah, you know yeah, like, the last minute off the line and the first yeah, minute and the as well first, the, the first like the, the first occasion we have they, they clear it like nearly off the line as well and then they have one cross one goal yeah in could, like, little details that could make such a difference we score first and Different as we game. were really like better than them we could yeah. have like, but you know this is I think it's you have to take the positive out of that because if we go through uh, we've all we had against us, and we managed to 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 come back, and we're gonna be like really really strong mentally. Absolutely, absolutely. Are Fabio's training methods that different to other managers that we've had here? Uh, Obviously, everybody has their own style, but is, yeah, is yeah, exactly. Much of a difference? Uh, I think is is really about um, the game. Try to um, to give everybody confidence to to play good football. 
so which is good and uh, really like tactically is really working on the relation the relation between all the players defensively yeah. when one go to close down and what, what the other next to him does and you know like to, to make the um, the team uh, work as if everybody was one unit yeah rely by um, by uh, wires yeah by wire so if he goes you have to follow him because of the wire and it's it's really interesting and uh, remember me as well what uh, we were doing in France and tactically so uh, because obviously he's Italian and it's tactically they, they do a lot a lot a lot of work yeah. like in France it was a, sometimes a bit boring when we were young because it's a lot of tactical work yeah it's not the, the funniest but at least when when you're on the pitch after you See. Yeah, you, you, you know what to do and uh, sometimes you manage to do less effort to do the same job. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, so obviously injuries have been a big part of this season. How, how frustrating is it then, you know, in terms of, you've obviously got a great relationship with Lloyd James on the pitch, so last season it was you and Jamesy most of the part. Yeah. Difficult without having Jamesy there? And... Yeah, I mean, uh, the fact is there is a lot of injuries, so... Uh, sometimes just like two, three weeks injuries, but yeah. the the fact is like so we don't have always the same team, so which yeah. is which is good because it, it gives the opportunity to everyone like to uh, to play a bit more. But then we don't have maybe like the automatism, you can say that yeah, yeah, yeah. automatism that uh, we we used to have. But yeah. then I, I don't think we can um, like put ourselves just behind that excuse. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. Because I mean, Josh Josh Wright is in, uh, in uh, he's a really really good player. So yeah. it's not a problem of quality. Maybe at the at at, uh, at front uh, recently we had like a lot lot of uh, strikers injured. Yeah. So uh, it was a bit more difficult. But otherwise, I think there is always somebody to cover uh, uh, the one who is injured. So we're never short on, on no, normally no. makeshift size. Yeah. We've got a midfielder to come in for yeah, a midfielder yeah, yeah. and a striker for a striker, although Saturday was a little bit yeah. different to that. Um, obviously, we're not sitting particularly well in the table at the moment. We're in the relegation zone. Yeah. Not that you look at relegation at this point in the season, but we're at the wrong end of the table. Can we pull away from this mess that we're in at the moment? Can we pull up the table? Christmas yeah. is notoriously a busy time Yeah, yeah I mean, football. hopefully end of uh, January we... Uh, I'm gonna be a bit like more up, up, up in, uh, in the table, and uh, I'll be a bit more relaxed and uh, confident. But I think we we really have the um, the weapons yeah, to, yeah, yeah. Uh, to to do it. I think every time we we've played uh, teams, there is nobody who was like on top of us. So yeah, the game was well, truly we won't win this one. Uh, they are too good for us. I think we have. Uh, Quite uh, quite a squad, sorry. Yeah. And uh, it's all about now, like turning the little little details again for us and now against us. When uh, I'm really like confident, uh, really, because as I said, we have the base, which is of a healthy and uh, solid um, squad. Yeah. Mentally, uh, I mean, and everybody stick together, and everybody wants to do well. So I, I can't see us staying too too long in there. It's just a matter of time now yeah. before everything clicks properly and then we'll just... Yeah. Fine. No, that's good to hear. As I'm sure our, our listeners will yeah. be very reassured to hear the first team yeah. player you know, saying that sort of thing. But it's not an instant fix. It's going to take a bit of time, like you yeah. say. And it's, it's refreshing to hear 
yeah, yeah. That, that honesty yeah. thank you yeah so moving on to your teammates so we've got a few questions about your teammates so be honest and be uh, and be open uh, funniest player in the squad who's the, who's the main joker who's, who's the clown of the squad the clown oh it's not easy are there lots to choose from yeah there's a, <laughs> a good like team bonding so uh, there's a lot of uh, a lot of choice going on uh I would say uh, Gary Sawyer as always a, a nice one. <laughs> Brilliant. Um, what's your What's your favourite Orient song? So you, when you're on the terraces and you can hear, you know, Ori 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 or la 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 la. You got a favourite? Uh, uh, it's cool if you haven't. Uh, I can't I can't remember the what they sing. Uh, I hear it, but just say all of them. I can't. Yeah, I can't. I can't re- um, really always uh, understand the words, so I can't. Fair play. Do you know yeah. who it's about? What player? Uh, the song. There is one about the uh, moons. Moon. Yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> he used to be. Yeah. And now he's not. <laughs> that one. Yeah. yeah. I don't know like that one. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Good yeah. choice. Uh, best taste in music. Um, I would say me. What, what are you into? What's your everything? Uh, I'm really, uh, I'm not too much in commercial, so um, so I get a bit of a stick by by the by the other boys when I put my iPod in the yeah. in the in the gym because it's different because they didn't hear it and uh, so they were like, what is it? But sometimes some of them just like it, so yeah. So you in charge of that on match day as well? No, so no, no, that's uh, Bats. Batman does that. Yeah, that's going to be hip hop, isn't is it? it going to be hip hop? Yeah, it's it's got a bit of uh, hip hop. He's got, he's got everything. Uh, okay. To, like to party. So you got to get the guitar music on. You got to get guitar yeah. music. Yeah. yeah. Louder, bit of anthems. anthems. Um, next question: Who's got the worst taste in music? Worst taste in music. It's yeah. a good question. Then. Oh, there's several candidates for that. Just so Sean, Sean Bat maybe again? No, kind no. of the best and <laughs> one of the best and worst. Uh, I would go for Matt Bodry because he never because it looks like he doesn't have any taste in music. <laughs> <laughs> I said to Steve in the car as we were coming up here, everything that we ask, who's the worst or what's the worst, Matt Bodry. Matt yeah. Bodry will get will get it. I knew that was coming. Brilliant. Uh, who takes the longest in the shower? So who's the last one out of the showers? Uh, quite often that's me. Okay. Yeah. Honest. Who's, yeah, honest. Who's the best trainer? Uh, best trainer. Um, Not, you can't nominate yourself for this no. one. Yeah, no, I would say maybe Coxy. Coxy. Yeah. 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 That doesn't surprise me actually. No. Yeah. That's fair play. Uh, best dancer. And worst dancer. And worst. Uh, Mad Bodhi. <laughs> That's the easy one. So best Batman. Yeah. Worst best is Batman, yeah. worst Bordy. Okay. Who's the quickest player? Who's the fastest player? Uh, Bat. Right. Yeah. Very Probably fast. that's no surprise. Yeah. Biggest Mona? Or Winger? Who likes to have a bit of a winch with things on? Scotty. Scotty? Scotty's yeah. Scott, yeah. That must be disheartening because Steve's a big I'm fan of Scott. Yeah. yeah, he's a Mona. Yeah. Is he? <laughs> okay. So moving on from the club, uh, generally, who's your best friend? In football. In football? Yeah. Mm, yeah, Craig McCaspins. Okay. Okay. Yeah. From Dagenham? No, from Brighton. Oh, from oh, Brighton. Of course, yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So, so obviously, I saw him uh, the Saturday. other day. Yeah, we had a, we had a pint afterwards. And, uh, 
the club. Yeah, it's good. It was good, good, uh, yeah, good to see him again coming back fit. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, yeah he's been out for a while, hasn't he? Yeah. Who do you room with on away on away days? Uh, uh, Moons. Okay. And what's it like? To, what's he like? Is he tidy? Is he messy? Is he? Uh, he is a very snorer. tidy. Tidy. Yeah. yeah. A bit of a how do you say OCD? OCD. OCD yeah. Yeah. Obsessive compulsive yeah. disorder. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Sometimes you can see that he he, he folds. He's yeah. 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 Like you should unfold it. Yeah. Fold yeah. it differently. <laughs> yeah. That would drive him mad. Does he snore? No. Does he wear an, Does he wear an eye patch? You know, you know, like no, 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 no. He's got like no, no more, no more. Just, just no, no CD. No diva. Yeah, no, no diva. Just a CD. Do you have any pre-match routines? So any superstitions that you do before a match, like shirt off at the last minute or socks on last? Or uh, I always put my right socks uh, first. Right sock first. Yeah. Fair oh, enough. Like, yeah. What's your pre-match meal? Uh, pasta and uh, chicken breast. Nice. Is that home and away? Because obviously away you're in a yeah. hotel, but you try and go for chicken and pasta yeah, yeah. away match as well. Very cool. nice. Um, what do you like most about being a footballer? It's all about uh, working up and going, trying to do what you love to do, and the fact that you can uh, improve uh, whatever, how hard you are, how old you are, you can keep working, keep working, uh, so, and you never know what what the future will be, uh, you can you can still uh, do well and uh, have still have the dream to play higher and higher. So it's not like a, a job you just go there and do your thing without passion, coming home. And no, it's it's uh, it's like a dream, and uh, just like make it like as long as possible. Yeah. Yeah. What do you dislike about being a footballer? Mm, just the fact that I don't have any freedom for the. Um, for nearly like 10 months. Like, so you can't take a holiday? Like, like a holiday, yeah. like a weekend. Like, you know, sometimes you're just like, oh, I need a break. And you take uh, like your Friday, and your Friday, like Sunday, yeah, Sunday and you go uh, in Europe, anywhere in Europe. And that's the only thing. But I would have time after. Yeah, yeah absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Um, what is your, where are we? Where, what is your biggest achievement in football so far? To, to have won uh, at Wembley with Dagenham uh, after six months uh, I arrived in England played at Wembley uh, even if it was a little two player final it's still Wembley like 30,000 people yeah. and uh, six months before I was uh, jobless uh, because the year before I was a professional in France at the end I said I want to go in England Whatever, how long it takes, I, yeah. I don't care. But I don't sign a contract in France, and, and I waited like five months, and and then just like. Did okay. you have, did you have an agent, or did you just come over by yourself? No, I had a, had a friend who was doing a, the agent. Yeah, so you got so you an English friend. Yeah, right. Yeah, that David Marebridge final was really good. I remember watching that match. Yeah, that was a great. Yeah, match. three two. That uh, was a three two. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I remember watching oh, yeah, it was the three, uh, uh, I was, yeah. So when when the the final whistle uh, went, I was like, wow. Like six months ago, I was thinking, like, yeah, maybe I should take a club in France finally, and and uh, just like pushed, pushed, pushed. Because uh, I was thinking that this is where I have to go. Yeah. And uh, I was thinking, I was right. I was right. Absolutely. Yeah. So I was like yeah, such yeah, a, yeah. When, I, when, I, when I think about it, I, wow, the, the sensation like, for 10 seconds, just like, wow, yeah. I was right, I was right. And and since that, it's, yeah, 
are just looking for this uh, adrenaline again. Yeah, 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 yeah. Absolutely, absolutely. We're getting to the playoff final Wembley must have helped with that adrenaline. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Uh, best goal you've scored for Orient? The, the one at Sheffield United. Uh, yeah, the yeah. fact that it was like 98 yes. minutes. Yeah. Was like such a, I was ready to eat anything after that, like the, the post or anything. Yeah, you can see was, when you scored your, your reaction. Yeah, was pure so, emotion, yeah, it? yeah, so yeah, for that uh, I loved it, yeah. And the Villa, the Villa goal was pretty decent as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the fact that Sheffield was so hard because we were winning 1-0 in 88 yeah, minutes, 1-1, yeah, yeah, boom, yeah, yeah. and then 93 minutes, 2-1. Two, two, one. One. <laughs> this season is so... So hard, yeah. And then I was feeling, uh, I was feeling, I said, on the corner, I was feeling, and I was like uh, on my legs, like uh, rubbing it just a bit. My core, I said, last one, last jump, last jump, yeah. yeah. Uh, so, uh, yeah, that's why, yeah, yeah. Bang, I was feeling, yeah, I never give up. <laughs> Superb, uh, best match for Orient that you've been involved with, uh, the. Semi-final uh, Peterborough at home. Yeah, the atmosphere. Really. Yeah, the atmosphere was really. Yeah, that was a great night. Yeah, yeah, was a great night. Yeah, that was amazing on, on the pitch at full yeah. time, and the players came out on the balcony. You all came out the balcony. Yeah, yeah, that was awesome. That, yeah, that, that was amazing. just as good for for you as it was for us. Mm. Yeah, it was a great night. What's your favourite ground to play at? Brighton was brilliant. The new was that the new, new one? Yeah, or the, the new one. Twenty-eight thousand uh, was yeah, it was good. The, the noise is really. They worked on the acoustic. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. It's yeah. brilliant. Yeah, they designed that really well. Yeah. Yeah. Um, toughest opponent to play against? Is it anyone you see? You go. Oh, I'm not sure about that. Um, when we played um, against uh, Liverpool. Uh, there was uh, Suarez playing, mm -hmm. and he's, uh, we want, I was like midfielder uh, yeah. trying to help a bit at the defence, but his movement was incredible. All over the place. Yeah, yeah, his, the movement incredible. Yeah. At the right time, right place. Yeah, have you stopped? Yeah. Yeah, that's why he's at Barcelona now. Um, <laughs> so, being that it's Christmas time now, do you do Secret Santa? Are you familiar with Secret Santa? Uh, yeah. Have you done it here? No, 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 at the club. You haven't done it at the no, club? No. Okay. Do you buy each other presents anyway? Do you buy each other no. gifts? Okay, that's cool. No gifts. Um, so as it's Christmas next week, so what is your wish for 2015, personally and as a collective for Leighton Orient? Uh, personally, just uh, good health. Stay free from, uh, from injuries. And uh, collectively, just... Uh, Get what we deserve, I think, in in terms of uh, of results uh, and uh, climb, uh, climb, uh, climb up. Brilliant. Do you want to ask the last one? Um, do you have a message for the Orient fans who are obviously a little bit, you know, we're at the bottom of the league at the moment. Is, is there a general message? Uh, you, you said earlier about sort of us pulling away and giving us some time. Yeah. Is there anything in, in, in uh, just, a particular uh, message? Just please, uh, stay with us as you do. Stay behind us because we. Uh, are like uh, like you are like frustrated, really frustrated. But we are confident, though. We are really like confident. We we know that we are not where we, where we are supposed to be, and we are working to make it uh, to make it happen. So we are working hard uh, and just uh, have a merry Christmas and uh, be confident because uh, we will uh, we will do it.
I wouldn't say he's the funniest. He's probably the most annoying. He's remained. Vince, like, I think you've just, you've just had him in, but he's he's non-stop with the uh, the old school tapping on the shoulders and on you know side, on one side and looking the other way. So it's. Yeah, um, but yeah, I mean, we've, we've got quite a few characters in the, in the squad, which is, I think, it's something that you need, definitely. Brilliant. Uh, Favourite Orient song? Um, that you hear? That you hear the ground? Yeah. We, we, threw, we thought we'd thrown a bit of a toughie. Yeah. Yeah, it is. It, I mean, because you, you try and blank all that out, if, in, in yes. a sense, you know what I mean? You try and concentrate on the thing, but I guess the one that I think you brought up beforehand, um, the Mooney one, um, it's not an ideal song to have about yourself, but um, I guess it gets the, the fans up and singing and, um, you know, brings, brings I guess, it's the stadium to life, yeah. I guess. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Best taste in music? Best taste in music has got to be um, DJ Peanut Head. He's the uh, bats. Um, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah he's, he's little nickname. Um, but no, he, he brings the music for the for the dressing room um, before games and, and on the coaches and things. And you know, it's something that I think he's also looking into into doing. You know, away from football as well. Yeah, yeah, he's quite good at that. So he always brings all the the up to date stuff, I guess. So on the flip side of that, who's got the worst taste in music? The worst test. Um, I don't know. I've had that. Or do they not get their chance to show? They don't really the get much chance. Yeah, once once Bats is is on with his uh, with his music, you don't get much chance. But I think the the most sort of varied variety of, of what you probably wouldn't think is is Hendo. Okay. He's, he's, yeah, yeah. yeah, the whole list of, of any sort of song he's, he's quite into. Um, you know, there's not just one sort of genre that he sort of listens to. He's all over the gaffer. I think me and Scotty were rooming next door to him and Shane, and, and there was, I think it was a little club going on next door. Um, <laughs> but yeah, like I say, he sort of listens to sort of anything, I guess. Fair play. Longest in the shower? Um, it was... Again, probably Bats likes to likes to wash his hair now and again. Um, <laughs> but no, we've, yeah, there's a, there's a couple. Um, Lloydie always has a good rinse. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'd probably say Lloydie. Uh, okay. Best trainer? Um, best trainer. Can't nominate yourself. Yeah, yeah, I'd like to. Aside from making no, the Yeah, of course. Um, no, I think Romain is very dedicated. There's also um, Scotty. Um, and Gary Sawyer, French. You know, there's there's quite a few that you know put the put the work in. It's what you want, um, and yeah, exactly. It's what you want. It, it shows possibly to a couple of other, the younger lads as well that you know you have to put the hard work in, and you know they're, they're forever in the gym. Um, you know, there's it's always a bit of a queue in there. So no, I think that's, that's like I say, it's a good thing for the club. As a captain, how is it to lead to lead them? Are they like an easy bunch to Yeah, it is, like, yeah. I mean, I've, I've had a couple of interview, interviews saying that they're exact same. You know, they're an easy group. It's not as if, you know, we're constantly having meetings and, and trying to organise certain things, you know, telling us off. There's, there's yeah, none absolutely. of that. You know, everybody sort of takes care of themselves and, you know, makes sure everybody's... Um, on the same page, I guess, and you know, sticking together and working out for each other, I guess. Yeah. Okay. Um, so moving on, best mate in football. Um, is he gonna be your brother? Or yeah, I mean, yeah, Tom's obviously gonna be up there. I had a, a mate who's, I think, he's just close to retiring. He's, he's at Halifax now. John Worthington um, was at Oldfield a long time with him as well. Cool. Uh, who do you... I won't be happy about that. <laughs> oh, yeah. Sorry, sorry. we've now got Pritch that's, uh, that's hijacked. <laughs> You're going to have your own time. <laughs> this, is, this is my time now. Who, who do you uh, room with on away days? Um, Scotty. Scotty. Scotty Cuthbert, yeah. Um, pretty settled group. Does he snore? 
Um, no, he's, he's not too bad, really. Any idiosyncrasies, OCD? Moons had OCD. He likes his stuff folded properly. Oh, yeah, yeah, Moons is a bit of a nightmare with stuff like that. But I guess it's each to their own, I guess. But yeah. no, Scott is um, a pretty uh, pretty good roommate, I guess. Uh, you know, we, we have a nice line in the Saturday morning and, you know, there's not, not too much has changed, really, in the yeah. past couple of years. Lovely. And do you have any pre-match routines that you do? Any... Uh, yeah, bits and bats. I think I always got told um, by a coach that they're not sort of pre-match routines. They're they're getting the the brain in focus, I guess, and um, there's the little steps that you know I do like to do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there's, yeah, there's little steps I do like to do, and just like you say, prepare my mind, you know, ready yeah. for the game, I guess. There's some people do their socks for uh, the one sock first, and the other or their boot. Yeah, yeah the laces right, up. Right, or, so he does first. Right. And um, Scott McLeish said he does his tyres up just before he goes out and he wants yeah, to be the last yeah. man out yeah, all these little things but but you're right that's what helps yeah I think it up. just yeah there's the you know there's people with certain songs that'll do that you know there's there's people like say with the tie ups and the boots and stuff but but no I like to like to do certain stuff and like I said just prepares my mind and gets me, gets me ready cool, so we'll just finish up cause as it's Christmas next week yeah. um, what do you wish for in 2015 on a personal level and then for a late night football club um Personally, just um, obviously want to be playing as, as much as I can. You know, help this help this squad. You know, improve from where we are at the moment. And like I said, the the squad. You know, we, we believe we can do a lot better than we're doing at the moment. You know, we're not far off. And you know, a couple of tweaks here and there, I think will be uh, will be a good force to sort of you know for this league. And you know, it's it's keeping positive and, and keeping sticking together. I guess. Brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. Yeah. So just as a final sort of wrap up, um, is there um, obviously the fans are a little bit. Upset as the players are, as yeah. we understand about where we're at at the moment. Do you have a message for the fans that we can pass on? Yeah, of course. I, you know, I, I believe strongly in this team. Um, I believe in the in the staff that we've brought in now. Um, you know, we're all focused on, on one idea, and, and one idea is is to to do as well as we can in this league. Um, you know, we've not we've not written off this league uh, this this season, and you know, we hope to push on. Um, you know, and we we need you right behind us. I guess it's, you know, it's it's one of them thing where you know you can only you can only be as strong as your, your weakest link, I guess. And you know, we need everybody fighting fighting in the same direction. Absolutely. Thank, Thank, you, Thank you very much. Thank you very much, guys. Oi, oi, and the day just gets better. We are now joined by Mr. Bradley Pritchard. Welcome. Welcome. Welcome to the Orient Outlook podcast. So, thanks for joining us. Um, and we just really wanted to start off uh, the same with yourself as we did with uh, Romain and, um, and Nathan. How's trading been yeah. this week under Fabio, under the new manager? Um, How have you found it personally? It's uh, it's been good. It's been good. It's been uh, obviously it's different, uh, but you know having to train uh, the, the pitches have been uh, becoming a bit bobbly now, and yeah, so the weather's been affecting things like that. But you know ultimately it's been, it's been okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, got another session in about half an hour or an hour's time. So ask me after then. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. And and how is it working with the new manager? Obviously high profile player. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know a bit different. To, yeah. You know. It's good to work for. No, no yeah, he is. Like I mean, yeah, I think anyone who's, uh, who's got a CV like he has, you know, a pro, a, a, as a player, you have to take on board. Especially him playing in it as a midfielder as well. You know, for for us lads, we, we want to try and take on board a lot of what he says. Uh, again, there's the, the language barrier, which is an, an issue. But uh, you know, I'm sure, uh, Maro and a couple of the other boys, um, like Vito and, and uh, Andrea, they, they help. Yeah. You know, just, just trying to um, you know convey exactly what he's trying to say. So yeah, you know, 
it is a bit of a, a shame with that, but that'll come. That'll Absolutely, come. yeah. Confident we can pull away from where we are at the moment. Yeah, the table? yeah. No, no, I think so. I think you know that this uh, season, especially even talking to the boys from last year, you know, there's been so much change, so yeah. much, and I think to try and expect the same is is uh, is, is maybe tough. But uh, you know, with with all that change, just to. Uh, I think we will be able to have some sort of routine, and then w with that, you know, I, I, I'm sure we'll be able to start picking up points and, uh, you know, move away from the position that we're in at the moment. Yeah, in cool. terms of the injuries as well, the injuries have been pretty bad this season. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the thing. I mean, last year, how, how many players did they end up using? Maybe what, 15, yeah, 16 or so? Tight, very tight. Yeah, yeah. You know, with well, the squad of 17, you, you, you got uh, you got 17 or 18. Now we, we probably started the season with over over 20 other players. So, yeah, you know, it's it's definitely been uh, been different. Uh, a lot of long term injuries. Yeah. Uh, Liz being one, you know. Um, Liz being uh, James. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Lloydy, you know, Moose has been in uh, he's uh, had a recurring one. So there have been a lot of guys who who've been injured, especially from yeah from last year. So uh, once we get everyone for, uh, back fully yeah, fit, yeah. which seems to be the case, you know, we're training today and we had a lot more players today than we know than we actually have. Good sign, well, yeah. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's, it, it's a good sign, and it's definitely uh, um, so it's only going to help the, the team, you know, individually, because players want to, uh, you know, want to play first eleven, don't they? So exactly, you know, exactly. your guys back or someone in your yeah, position yeah. back, you want to be the best. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, you watching over your shoulder, you think, okay, well, he's going to be back. I've got to start playing well. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, ultimately, it's going to be good for the team. So now you mentioned uh, a few sort of long-term absentees yeah. there. We've been walking around the training. Uh, Set centre here. Um, Johnny gave us a quick tour. Um, saw Liz in the uh, physio room. How's yeah. he's been, has he been training this morning out on the pitch with the ball with the rest of the team? Was well, okay, Liz. Yeah, 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 yeah. He was out. He was out and about. Yeah. Is yeah, he, he looking was, good? He was training. He was training. Talking as ever. <laughs> you know, you know. Even if he's not out there, you still hear him. You know. <laughs> so he's he's um yeah no, he's, he's a good guy to have around. But yeah, good thing is he's he's uh, training. So, uh, yeah, still blaming other people if you make misplaces in the past. <laughs> <laughs> still one of those, how was it my fault? Yeah, oh. that, that comes with old age, I think, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, that, that's, that's experience. Old right? age. Senility. You call it experience, you call it old age. I, mean, well, I don't think it'd be happy I'm the same old. age as him. No, you're not, yeah. no, you're not. You're about two years younger than Lisbeth. How old's Kev? About 30. I was 36. You're, yeah, you're sure you're older than me. Yeah, 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 fine, fine. Yeah? yeah. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. I know, not a day of 24. Well, <laughs> I know, not a day of 24. <laughs> so, moving on to teammates, yeah. then, just have a bit of banter. Uh, who's the funniest player in the squad? So, who's the joker? Oh, uh, okay, well, it's, it's a weird one because Frenchie is funny, but he doesn't mean to me. Who's uh, Frenchie? Oh, no, no, no. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah um, um, Baudry. Baudry. Doesn't mean to me. <laughs> he, he, he doesn't mean to me, uh, but he tries hard. He, he loves his little puns, the, the English puns and stuff like that. He, he loves them, but he's just he's rubbish at them. Um, he doesn't mean to. I'd probably say, oh, yeah, yeah. Rome is funny. Rome yeah, is funny, funny, but again, like I say, because Kev's a big mouth, so he'd, he'd be up there as well. Big personality. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Again, yeah. comes with old age, uh, experience. Experience. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> nice, nice, nice. Who would you say has got the best and who's got the worst? taste in music now Clarkie uh, and Romain have both said the same for best taste in music but we won't tell but you we won't say who it is okay, we'll see if okay. you get the hat trick now I'm, I'm, I'm not going to say him because he'll, he'll want it to be him <laughs> so you can say that after you've given your question <laughs> yeah, yeah okay <laughs> so I'm, I'm not going to say him I'm going to say well, okay no worst is the, the say that Oh really? Okay. Oh, okay. oh he, he loves a bit of that the Euro pop. 
maybe just skip a song oh the look he gave him <laughs> tell you what you, you, you don't you don't touch his stereo you don't touch his stereo. Yeah, just was it the look mm-hmm. like Graham Sooners gave Jamie Redknapp last night when he pulled out Liverpool at <laughs> home to Chelsea oh was it yeah he gave yeah. the filthiest of looks well, yeah. uh, okay. along that uh, okay. best answer who's got, the, who's got the best moves best moves um yeah, Liz's got those old school, the old school, Liz. you know, the... the Two-step shuffle. Yeah, 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 yeah. Two the 90s kind of... Yeah, yeah, he's got that. Um, got some really... Elliot's, Elliot's decent. Yeah, yeah. We, we, uh, we went out, like, for the uh, Christmas, Christmas party. Yeah, yeah, he was he was good. Yeah, there was shuffle go? going on. Uh, Newcastle. You went to Newcastle for, our, for your Christmas day? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, wow. yeah okay. Um... Uh, now I'm trying to think whether I should have said that or not. Oh, I'm trying that's to. Fair, that's fine. Hey, 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 you never know. You know no, that's fine. Yeah. Who's your best mate in football? So it doesn't have to be Orient. Who's your best mate? Best mate in football. Probably, I'd have to say, I spent a lot of time with Cedric Avina uh, at Charlton. Oh, okay. Yeah, because we were roommates there. Yes, yeah, yeah. Uh, he's at Doncaster now. <clears throat> uh, so, and we used to live maybe like just down the road so we, we spent a lot of time together you know, thankfully he's given me a bit of space so, you know, <laughs> did, he, did he play when we played them away earlier in the season Did he was he in their starting line or did you find mm-hmm. it a bit strange when you obviously no no he was actually on the bench okay. he, he was on the bench then um, but I was playing right back then he's he's a left back so I was just talking to him and saying look I hope you play obviously you know because I fancy myself against you yeah 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 <laughs> my game style yeah. Yeah, yeah 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 you don't play you don't play Brilliant. Um, who do you room with on away on away days? Uh, Elliot. Oh, Elliot. What's he like? Yeah. Good fun. Yeah, good. Yeah, he's good. Yeah. Um, he's he's uh, he brings a lot to the to the room. You know, kind of cookies or. That's what you want in it. Yeah, sweets, you know, something of the confectionery sort of variety, okay. you know. That's what you want in a room. That's, that's, that's what I, I mean, yeah, Bang on. I mean, yeah, that's what you want. You know, you don't need, you don't need conversation about politics and stuff like that. You need sweets. <laughs> you need, you need, you need cookies. Nour- yeah. Nourishment is, exactly. would be the professional Priorities. term for that. Yeah. You need it, so. Do you have any pre-match routines? Any superstitions that you have for a match? <laughs> um, no, not necessarily. Uh, nothing apart, well, um, away from like the general kind of warm-up and stuff like that. Um, no, no, sorry to be boring there. So, to give you a chance to sip your, your tea that's going cold, um, <laughs> What do you like most about being a footballer and what do you least like about being a footballer? What do you love about being a footballer and what don't you love about being a footballer? Uh, it's kind of... Uh, I'd have to say what I love the most about being a footballer. Uh, it's actually saying that you're a footballer. I yeah. think that's, that's quite cool. Yeah, it's, oh, it's, it's unbelievable. Yeah, it, um, just being able to say that you do... That, you know, you you, uh, you actually do something that a lot of people would, would love to do or or are you know aspiring to actually do. People's dreams, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. And to kind of 
say that is is quite a nice thing. So, so you do a job that millions want to do. Yeah, but yeah, can't yeah, do exactly. yeah. So then I, I feel ungrateful, you know, even given, even saying, okay, well, actually, the bad thing about it is whatever. whatever. No, no, no they're, 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 yeah, they're, they're, it does come with its downsides. Yeah, it's yeah. Like traveling, like being away on Christmas yeah. if you've got an away game yeah, is a yeah, downside. I don't have words in your mouth, but I think the holiday thing is, is something you know because you, you train you, you train Christmas every day. day you, you've absolutely. only got uh, maybe six weeks in May. Yeah, yeah. Today, uh, yeah. From May to to June. Yeah. Um, See, so yeah, that, that's sort of a negative. But I think, I think probably uh, a weird one. Probably everyone everyone thinks that they know more about football. Absolutely. It, it, like, yeah. uh, well, as a player, yeah, they think they know more about football because they. No, play. no. So, sorry. No, so everyone, if you, you say to, yeah, if you say to, to someone, yeah, yeah. So you just say something. Okay, I, I play football, and they they say, well, you know, the problem is with your guys' team is, you know, you've got to you've got to start playing it wide. You guys, are, huh? Wait, but hold on. I'll, I'll be well, I'm training your badges. Yeah, your badges, and come and get a job. But that's, I guess, that that's just the general nature of football, isn't it? Yeah. You, you know, everyone everyone's has an opinion, opinion, which is good. Absolutely. So as it's Christmas next week, yeah. What do you wish for yourself in 2015 on a personal level, and what do you wish for Orion as a as a club 2015? Uh, personal level, yeah. Again, it's not really going to stay straight too far from what Clarky was saying. Yeah. You know, you, you want to do, as, you want to want to play as much, especially with our squad. You know, you, you want to play as much as possible. And if that if that's happening, then it means that hopefully I'll be benefiting the, uh, the team. So yeah, definitely play it. Um, and then uh, I think. It is docu- well documented. We want to try and get out of this this position and, and start looking up rather than down. Um, so that will probably be the, the, the main thing and try and set ourselves up uh, to put, you know have a bit of momentum and we, and we can use that for you know for the season after because there'll be a bit more routine then as well. So yeah, once the injuries are out of the way, yeah, once, yeah, yeah, yeah. Once we get a grasp of where we want no, to go, yeah, absolutely. So just to sort of. Um, Really finish off with. Um, obviously, the, the, the fans aren't obviously pleased with where we're at um, yeah. in, 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 the, in the football league at the moment. We yeah, know exactly. the players aren't happy with that yeah. either. And from what we what we've learned from uh, Nathan and Romain earlier is that you know everyone's fighting on the pitch to do as best as they can and, and pull us out. But mm. have you got a message that that we can pass on to the Orient fans that that from yourself as a squad player that we can pass on to them? Again, yeah, it, it's it's pretty much echoing what uh, what they were saying. Yeah. Um, for me, it's 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 a it's a weird one again because I I feel like um, after being at a couple of other uh, at other clubs, I feel like the, the the fans that we actually have here are so much more patient, and and they really do stick behind the players. You know, we we've had some we played some bad games. We've we've been unlucky in a couple of games. And you know, when you're walking off the pitch and you still you you, you look across and you actually see fans still saying, "Hey, look, let's go again. We'll go again next week," and things like that. It, it it's it's uplifting. You know, it gives you confidence because you're thinking, "Look, we're all in the same boat here. We're all trying to we all want the best. Yeah, we're all want the best." And just for you guys to to actually see that and say, "Okay, well, we're not happy. No one, no one is." But still, you know, we'll be here next week cheering you on. You know, and it it, it gives you something. It, it gives you that confidence to think, okay, well, you know what, yeah, next week, again, I'm going to go again and, you know, and try hopefully get those three points or whatever it be. Lovely. Brilliant. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Appreciate it. So, great day at the training ground. A thank you to everyone at the club who made um, that possible. Thanks to Johnny Davies. Thanks to Roman Vincelo. Thanks to Nathan Clark. Thanks to Pritch. Thanks to Mooney for popping his head round. Uh, yeah, that made your day, didn't it? Made it? my day. So, that was amazing. We hope you enjoyed those interviews. So, 
quite honest, quite honest in some of them. Yeah. Um, quite, you know, they want to do their best. They're going to try, yeah. and they're all still together, which you know we have to stick with them and Absolutely. support them. And we always will because we all support them, and we all want the comedy course. So we might not well have taken up enough of your time this morning. Yeah, this is a bit of a bumper uh, pre-Christmas episode. This is the last one before Christmas. We will be back. In between Christmas yep. and New Year, to report on the Boxing Day Crawley game, we'll be back next week. Absolutely. But so, all needs to be said from us is have a great Merry Christmas from the Orient Outlook. Happy Hanukkah. Yeah. As we've said. If you follow that, absolutely, or whatever other religious festival may be around this time. Yep, so if you go on Boxing Day, I think it's a vital match, so we really need to step up, yep. get behind the boys, sing up as we always do. Yep. Um, yeah, and keep calm. Listen to the Orient Outlook podcast, and from myself and Paul again, Merry Christmas. Have a good week. Thanks for listening. Up the O's. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no.